0: Alright, testing, testing. There we go. That's better. <clears throat> hey everybody, it's Connor from the HooperCast. Um, hi, I'm doing this one on video two, um, mostly just because I just go test this out, but uh, just thought maybe it warranted a little bit of intimacy of uh, of, of the video. So here I am. Giving it uh, in a video format. Um, been a little bit since we've done the podcast. It's probably been, what, a couple weeks maybe? Maybe more. Um, so I pop, I'm i popping in just to, uh, as the title suggests, to talk about a few uh, subjects to update y'all on. Um, for those who've been listening for um, especially the past uh, f- several months, probably eight or nine months, uh I don't know. However long we've been using Anchor to get the podcast distributed on so many uh, platforms and channels, um, it's been a pretty uh, a pretty satisfying success. We've, the, our audience has been growing, and uh, that's really really awesome because um, that's just good for us. And uh, we're making a little bit a little bit of money off the show. Finally, after you know however many years of doing it, uh, it is pennies, like we always joke but it's more pennies than that used to be. And it's just kind of, that's neat to witness, but more just that we're reaching more people and that people are into the conversations that Dustin and I have on this show and our guests. Um, But it's really just cool. I don't know. We both dig the feeling of doing a show that we enjoy and then other people listening and enjoying it as well. So um, thank you. And, uh, but no thank you for the couple random weird people who emailed me (laughs) strange things. Please stop that. Please stop that. I want to talk about a few things on this show uh, related to the future and to the next couple of months of the podcast. All good things. I know that people usually say that before they talk about a bunch of bad things or uh, change. Um, not really any change, just sort of like a, um, I'm going to... So Dustin, Dustin has is not going to be... I think I've mentioned this on the podcast the last one we uh, that I did. Um, Dustin is not going to be on the show until April. I can't remember when in April, but Dustin is extremely busy at his job. Um, and when he's not busy at his job, he's out of town with his wife for their anniversary, which is important. Um, and uh, Dustin just... Dustin's incredibly booked for a little bit. Uh, so the last time that Dustin took this much time off the show. I just sort of like used that time to exercise doing this alone (laughs) to build that muscle and and get better at driving the show. Um, And I think, I think it was good for me. I think it helped me be a better uh, host. I hope you agree. Uh, As I said, the listenership grew also um, since that time. So uh, perhaps I have gotten better at it. Um, uh, But this time, there's a bunch of stuff that's different to where I'm going to take a break from the show along with along with Dustin. Um, and there's a few reasons why this time. Um, so I simultaneously learned a few things about myself. Um, um, as you probably um, figured out, like Dustin and I don't feel pressure and we no longer put pressure on ourselves to, have this be a show where we watch the latest thing so we can have an opinion on it so that you'll click on us because, you know, the show's not a moneymaker and there's no reason for Dustin. And and this is our, this is like our third and fourth jobs. Um, You know, we're not concerned with uh, making this a huge priority in terms of, Oh God, they just dropped Russian doll. Someone quick, Dustin, you go watch that and I'll go watch uh, Jack Ryan and we can have opinions on it. And if you like it too much, then we have a hot take so that we can create some conflict. That's not what Dustin and I do. Dustin and I call each other once a week. Now we just use Skype and better microphones. And we record it. And we talk about what we've been watching or what's going on in the film news and what we think about it. And, um, and the only difference between when we did that privately and when we do that on the show now is that we might explain a few more things to people listening who may not understand the past context of whatever subject we're talking about or um, just a little bit more detail about a specific thing if, when it comes to like story structure, or whatever the people maybe that maybe you don't think of when you watch movies. Um, and if you do, you don't mind hearing it again because it's interesting. We think it is. Um, so already it's been like, okay, I'm going to use the free time I have for watching stuff <clears throat> only when I'm interested in. Um, sometimes that includes movies that Dustin's already talked about on the show. So I don't have anything new to talk about because what I felt like watching that week was something we've already covered and I don't want to cover it twice, except for just to add one quick opinion on it, whether or not I agree with Dustin. Um, but then beyond that, I just, uh, <laughs> just want to watch the things I want to watch and I don't want to have to skip things. I wanted to see just cause Dustin saw it first and already spoke about it on the show. Um, and vice versa, there's things that Dustin has talked about on the show that I've seen, I saw two years ago and then Dustin finally watched it and wanted to talk about it. That's what we do. Um, so that's number one. So already it's like, okay, so we've already taken a more relaxed approach to, you know, what content we view for the show, because it's literally what we feel like seeing, um, so There's that. Um, I also have been putting in extra hours at my main job, um, at, you know, at, at different hours, um, to effectively cover my job responsibilities. So that's been taking up some time here and there. That's sort of non structure, that's not um, consistently in the evening for sure. Um, I've also resolved <laughs> that I wanted to read more because I like. How reading makes my brain feel. I like the information. And I could go, I could wax poetic about reading. But I've talked about reading a few more times on the uh, daily show. If you haven't noticed, I've been mentioning reading a few times because it's a subject that I like and it's something I'm getting back into, trying really hard to stick with and actually put the time in to consume the content this way. Because we like consuming art, but I'm not getting bored of consuming, you know, motion pictures or television. But this will sort of segue into my next, you know, into one of my next topics. But just as someone with a with a background and an interest in writing, I like to consume stories in all forms. But particularly, you know, books and screenplays. Um, screenplays get made into movies. I like movies too, so there's movies. Um, I've definitely gotten bored of TV lately. There's a lot of good shows out there. And like I said, we made peace with the fact that we're just not going to be able to see them all. Um, you know, and, uh, and that's okay. And so I'm not going to recommend something to you I haven't seen, but I'm also not going to watch something that I wouldn't recommend to myself or I have, or has not been convincingly recommended to me. People tell me all the time, Hey man, you need to watch, uh, you know, there's always the wire or Oz or boardwalk empire for a while. Um, you know, and now I guess the number one show people want me to watch is like castle rock or, um, or Russian doll or, um, you know, love, just all these shows, and it's like, man, that's fine, but I haven't heard of any of those until you just, you just now you mentioned them, and that doesn't really mean I want to watch it, okay, I, like, hey, I like you and everything, but I just, sometimes the thing I hate the most is to be told I, I need to watch something, because I'm just a contrarian by nature, so my, my next reaction is like, oh, yeah, how much want I bet? I bet you I don't need to see it, and it's not to be a jerk, it's just like, no, no, you sir are mistaken. I don't need to see this. Explain to me why I'd want to see it. But then again, to me, it's like, oh, if I'd want to see it, I would have heard about it. But then we get to this whole marketing thing. We're like, actually a lot of good stuff doesn't get marketed uh, properly. And so it never gets into homes. That's why no one heard of Firefly because it was sold wrong by Fox, even though it's a great show. My point is I've got plenty on my plate now. I'm not like desperate for new content to watch because I don't have trouble finding new content. It, it, it throws itself at me. It just rips its shirt up and goes, take me Connor. And I say, Oh my God, you again, stop, stop it. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Dolores, why are you doing this? So there's that too. Um, Here's another big one. I decided that I don't sleep enough. I don't. Um, I was going to bed at 11 o'clock at night, and I was waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, And these are all for work reasons. The the bedtime at night was, I need time for myself to consume art. And then I just realized I wasn't able to stay awake during the movies I was watching or the TV shows I was watching and the books I was trying to read because I wasn't getting enough sleep. And then I read a whole book called Why We Sleep. And it outlined essentially how sleep is like the most important thing, single most important thing you can do for your body, to prevent early onset of Alzheimer's, to prevent your immune system crashing, weight gain, depression, anxiety, suicidal tendencies, um, just you know, b- brain remapping, like all, memory, uh, memory holes, just all this horrible shit that happens when you don't get enough sleep. By the way, seven. Seven hours. Seven or more. Seven to nine hours, everybody. Seven to nine hours. I still don't get seven, but my goal was well, I get four now. I need to get six. And I can realistically get six. So I need to be going to bed at nine o'clock. So except for when Dustin and I are doing the show, I try to get to bed by then. I gotta wake up at three and do work. And so I don't have a lot of wiggle room. So there's that. Then the final piece of all this. I can't remember where, what I was listening to or what, but for some reason, I think I was going through, I've always had this yearning since college really, but I came out of college wanting to be a screenwriter. Um, I, I wanted to edit professionally for a living and I wanted to write scripts on the side and then just sort of sell them, you know, one at a time, for an undetermined amount of extra money. My plan coming out of college, because when I went into college, I wanted to direct, um, like everybody does when they go to film school. And then I went into film school, and then I think by my sophomore year, I was like, wow, this is really hard. And I didn't say that as someone who was directing. I saw that as someone who was, looking at what they expected from directors. And especially when I was 19, I was in no position to have near the amount of confidence in my own abilities to go, I can do this. There was a whole lot of me in college where I, I grew a lot in college in a lot of ways. But many another way that I just sort of stayed the same in college was, oh, no, I can't. This I'm, I'm not the man for the job. That was my attitude for a, with a whole lot of things a whole lot of things um i never took on any leadership positions voluntarily um you know even though i feel like i'm i'm fairly charismatic i'm a pretty uh verbose person i'm i'm a i'm witty um i can make people laugh i can explain things pretty well i'm very analogous in my language. I, I, lots of analogies to help people understand concepts. I'm a fairly effective communicator, but I did not ever take the initiative to put myself in a position where I could lead people with that communication skill. And so toward the end of college, especially as they made you pick a track, I was like, okay, I'm going to be an editor because I know I can do that. I understand editing and, and as a technical skill, like I can, I can do it. It's like this technical mixed with artistic skill that, that I, I like about it. Um, and I will write because, because at the time it was oh, I can't, I can't support myself as a screenwriter, but I have some talent as a writer. Uh, you know, according to feedback from trusted friends and definitely from professors, that I could do this. And as I was getting out of college, I had, um, I had family goals. I had met my wife, um, and we had been long distance and for, you know, among other things, among that, among other reasons, I was not going to go off to Atlanta or Los Angeles upon graduation and find some internship. Cause to me, it just didn't make sense. I was like, no, I need a job. I need money. And I want to go back to Mobile because that's where she is going to college and we need to, spend time around each other to figure out if this is going to work. Cause we've only been dating a year and a half and we've been doing it over Skype. And while that's got given us ample time to get to know each other, you know, just through conversations, we haven't been able to spend time around each other to learn each other's bad habits or quirks or how clean the other one is. And so I, we needed that time together. So for a number of reasons, I was like, I bet I could find editing work in mobile and I could write on the side. And so I took that bet, I graduated, I came back to Mobile, I got a maintenance job full-time, and then three months later I got a job in the news industry, and so I stayed on maintenance part-time and worked the new local news full-time, starting as an editor, making $10 an hour, and, uh, and about the same with maintenance, and I was off to the races. Um, and during that time... Uh, just one thing would lead to another in terms of why I needed to retain two jobs and why my schedule got tougher and tougher to have my own time. And essentially, you know, eight, what is it? 2019, eight years go by and I have less and less time to create. And the one thing that I get to create every week is this podcast. And Dustin and I have worked to build on it to improve our skill, to improve the reach of the show, and just to be sure we're still having fun doing it. And that was last year's, you know, goal. And course correction was, let's just make sure we're still having fun doing this. It's not, you know, it's not a job. We'd love it to make enough money to be a viable source of income, but we're not going to treat this like a, a you know, a hard ass gig when it's not. It's supposed to be fun. Let's make sure we're keeping it fun. But this was the thing I was creating every week and co-creating with Dustin, and so I would spend a lot of time, uh, a lot of my free time, figuring out how to make the show better. Do I need a new microphone? Do I need a mixer? Do, you know, do I do I need to, you know, do I do I need to you know, drink more water before the show? How do I make my voice sound better? You know, is it is it posture? Is it what is it? Um, and. So, and so now we're here and I, we're doing the show and we're doing it in a way that we like it and uh, we're happy doing it. Um, but um, it's to me creatively, I, the, the show doesn't scratch that creative itch that, that I need to feel uh, artistically fulfilled. And I didn't even think about the phrase artistically fulfilled in a serious way until about a year or two ago. And realizing cuz i cuz at the time a couple of years ago i saw myself as a very like you know old world you know hard-nosed like just nose to the grindstone worker bee um and that all i was good for was my ability to work and provide for my family and there was nothing else i was good for or good at um and since then i've sort of reconnected with this part of me that's like no you have soft skills that are important and valuable and you have this creative engine inside of you that can create things and you haven't been letting it and i just realized like that's part of that's not (laughs) that's not the thing i'm missing in my life but that's a big part of my personality that i have not been fulfilling uh, since I left college. And again, there's legitimate reasons. I've been, I've been raising a family, you know, I've been working on my marriage. I've been, there's a ton of things that I'm doing that are arguably more important than a side hustle of, you know, you know, screenwriting. Um, but I decided I was dusting off some old stuff, and I, you know, I'd written the first act of this movie, a whole first act in college, and written the treatment for the entire thing, and it was a, it's a feature drama, and I've been, you know, this thing would always come back to me in my mind before I even, like, went and, like, found the script I wrote, but I had since had an idea for a second film, a horror movie, and, um, and all this timeline I'm talking about, you know, with my my job journey and my creative journey and all that stuff, my journey as a parent and just as a person, I, I realized like, well, if nothing else, I have a, a fun idea for a book. So I sort of sat down recently and realized like I have three things right now that I have the passion and the ability to write, and even if it just stays on my desk or it gets sent to friends just for feedback. That's what I need in my life. That's what's missing is the story to tell and the ability to tell it. Um, so I decided that I, you know, I don't have a lot of time in my day. It's not as much as I want to have, especially I think for my, my own writing habits. But I have an hour a day to dedicate to these projects. I'm going to work on on them all simultaneously, but I'm I'm going to work on one until I hit a wall and I'm going to jump to the other one. And they're all in various stages of development. My drama film is a third written. And while I marked through it and it's got heavy revisions, my core story is the same. And I'm going to have fun. Going through it, because I know all the story beats already. I'm going to add some, some more, change some. But I have, I know where I want my movie to start. I know where I want it to end. And I pretty much know how I'm going to get there. I just need to make it better. And then write it. There's that one. The horror movie is not written. It, I need to do, that one's almost from scratch. I need to do a beat sheet. I know the emotional arc I want, mostly. But I need to do a beat sheet for it and figure out where all the story beats are going to be. And then I start writing some scenes, and the book is in is definitely in in the research phase. I have a lot of research to do on that thing, and so I can build. Um, you know my you know I have a framing device I'm going to use. I'm not going to talk about that right now. But I have my framing device that I'm going to use to build the timeline for my book is going to be. Um, it's going to take a while, and it's okay. Books take a long time. And I'm, I'm saying all this and it really sounds like right now, like just saying this out loud sounds to me like this is sort of the sort of thing I would, I don't, I never imagined saying in a serious way. Like this is always like, Oh, it'd be cool to write a book. You never wants to write a book, but I want to write this book and I want to write it. And, and, I, and I think I'm writing it for the right reasons. I'm writing it because I want to explore the growth of myself from this you know, year A to all the way up to the present. I want to revisit the growth I experienced and learn about myself. And I have a lot of places I've documented this time of my life. And I'm going to revisit it. And I want to look at it with, 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 with a hindsight lens. And I want to share it with people. I don't think I'm going to make any money off of it. I don't know who's going to buy a book written by me, except for like my friends, maybe, but I want to write it and I'm writing it. Cause I want it to, I want to go on the journey and I want to finish it. I want to know I can do it. And then the third thing is like, and of course, like I'd find a way to publish it and sell it, you know, whether I self publish on Amazon or something, or if I, actually find some weird local publisher. I want to explore that because that's something I can see myself doing in the future. That's the thing. I can see myself for the first time in a long time doing these things and actually being a writer, even if it is on the side, even if it is in my spare time, I can see myself doing this. And the great thing about it is all I got to do is finish it. And I've explored and gone on the journey. I've told a story that no one else has told And I've told the kind of story that I want to see told. And if nothing else, I got to experience it. And I think that that is going to be fulfilling. And then best case scenario, I actually sell some and we get some extra money out of it. That's a long way down the road, but that's the dream. And, you know, I like to talk about my dreams. And I don't think, maybe a lot of you didn't think that I actually had dreams because i you know, whether it's my, my persona on this show or, you know, however I was a few years ago, like on social media, like I have dreams and I didn't talk about them that much because to me it was like, well, it's not important what my dreams are. What's important is my reality. And I've since realized that my dreams are important to me and they give me a way to get through my reality. And, you know, movies do that, books do that, these stories do that, and, like, the, the drive for me to create these things is going to do that for me, I think. Um, not that, like, my reality is, like, horribly stark, but it's just like anyone's life. You know, there's good parts, there's bad parts, there's there's little victories, there's setbacks, there's frustration, and, you know, for I'm sure for a lot of people, you know, I I share this feeling of, I just can't get ahead. I just can't get ahead and I have so many things to be thankful for. I have great kids, you know, I, I have so much to be thankful for, but if I'm being honest, you know, and you know, my wife would agree with this, like, you know, the two of us feel like we can't get ahead in a general sense. I'm not going to go too hard into it because it's, you know, it's none of y'all's business, but like. There is definitely this feeling for me of we cannot get ahead. I cannot get ahead. And so, how can I make where I am now more tolerable? And that's what all this has been about. It's like, well, am I sleeping enough? Am I, am I, am I You know, am I watching too many movies? Or am I staying up too late? Am I trying to do too much? And what it came down to pretty much is like, yes, I am. I'm trying to do too much. And yeah, writing two, writing three stories is going to add to too much. But I think I've removed the appropriate things that clogged my time, and I think this is a worthwhile pursuit, especially if it's not disrupting my sleep too much. So from eight to nine every night, I'm gonna do work on these stories in some fashion, and I think it's gonna be fulfilling just to make progress on it and to not quit, and just to know in the end that I did it. And uh, you know whether it's good or not, you know that'll be step two, pretty much. So, if you've listened this long, I appreciate it, but I this is this is this is one of the reasons why I'm just gonna take this uh, this time off the podcast while Dustin does because I'm just gonna try and get get myself time to adjust to this all these the logistics of what I'm trying to do. Um, and then you know, we'll figure out um, from there and we'll be back to do the show. And you know, I'm seeing Captain Marvel this weekend. so I'm sure I'll have a show. Next week, maybe. I'm going to talk to somebody about it. Uh, I'm going with my friend Sam. So Sam and I might just talk about it after after the show. And we'll just post that. But, um, you know, if the movie hour pops up between now and Avengers Endgame, it's because Dustin became free. If it doesn't, then that means Dustin's busy and I'm somewhere writing. And hopefully we're both... Feeling good about it. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, anyway, again, like I, I, and I think that this writing journey is only going to make me better at doing the show, at critiquing other films. I think for me to exercise, I think what the podcast did is it kept that part of my creative brain alive. It kept me analytically sharp when it came to storytelling. Um, and I think it, all this time i've been doing like you know chin ups essentially and and thank god because now i have some wiggle room to do more and i have the 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 will uh and the actual desire to do more so i'm going to do more um i think one of my strengths as a human being is is my is my ability you know there's there's ways i fail to communicate as well but i think when i have something to say I know how to say it I've also got 10 more years of life experience I've got a lot more things to say than I did when I was in college I have I have two children I'm married with two kids I work a you know a buttload of hours in a week for money to support said kids um and uh I've just become a lot more me since you know since college Like anybody does. Um, But I've had like this late stage, just burst of personal growth. And I just, I have a lot to say. And I think in college. I just had less to say. I knew how to say a thing, but I didn't have a thing to say. And now I do. And I'm ready to say it. I'm going to say it. So here I come. Yeah. um, That's about it. So yeah, there's that. Uh, Yeah. That's going to be fun. Uh, and one of the reasons I'm saying this publicly is because I want, I want to be held accountable to this. This is a serious goal for me and I'm not going to like drop it just because all of a sudden, like it's, Oh, you know, this is pretty tough. I want to see these through. And that's one of the reasons I'm putting myself out there like this. Um, cause I want people to know anyway. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. And if there's anything, if anything comes of it and it becomes available for you to consume, you know, in a decade or so, you'll definitely be the first to hear about it. Anyway, that's it. That's the forecast this week. I will see you guys in April unless we decide to come back before then. But for now we are on, um, we are on mostly uh, a hiatus until, uh, Avengers Endgame. game. So, um, you take that time, go create something of your own, watch some good movies. Um, yeah, we'll be back. Uh, We are not going away. We're just going to take a break while we do other things. Yeah. Okay. Thanks.